We'll begin by analysing a short extract from the video you first watched in part three about teaching and learning in an inner London primary school. Watch this two-minute video clip of Arif and Tanya completing a set task that involves cutting out and piecing together a map of the London underground. As you watch the children and listen to the teacher talking, think about how the pedagogic approaches used in this class shape the children's learning experience. What I want you two to do is talk to each other about how you might solve it, okay? And I want to hear lots and lots of speech about how you're going to solve the problems. I want you to talk to each other about it, okay? Describe what you're doing as you're going along, Tanya, okay? okay? In terms of children teaching, they're not only benefiting the child that they are teaching, but they're also um, having benefits from that themselves. And that in order for them to teach, it's necessary for them to know the subject knowledge and for them to know what they're going to teach quite clearly so they can pass that information on in a very concise and very um, well explained way. That one goes there. See, it don't match, it's not. So, no. So, fine. so we look at this one and we put it together. I would quite carefully choose which children teach others. You certainly want to choose children to be teachers who would be able to build the confidence and the self-esteem of other children in the class. And also you would want to make sure that the child who was being the teacher was going to be a good model. So we know that um, this goes there. Let's try and look for the dark blue lines. So, this could be one. Does that match? South, yeah. So that's one. No, we'll cut off them. This is one, because it's south, active. So, here's one, and here's one. I think that might be your sister. That's the end of that. Yeah, you found one. Wait. Okay. Okay, here's another one. It looks like it can't be this one because it goes from. It can't be this one because it goes um down and it goes up. So it might be this one. It's this one. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Which which color shall we do now? So what insights can multimodal analysis bring to this short video clip of two pupils collaborating in a set task? Of course, there are many different ways to approach this data, depending on what your research interests might be. For example, you might want to focus on how this school supports learning with and through a second language, or how the teacher and pupils use different types of talk for learning, or how the students are encouraged to collaborate in their learning. There are always many different ways to view and interpret even the smallest data sample. The first thing we need when conducting any kind of analysis is a clear research question or research aim. For the purposes of this short analysis, our question is, how is collaborative learning constructed through multiple modes in this socio-cultural context? To begin our analysis, we need to set the scene by first describing what we know about the social and cultural contexts we're studying. Pause the podcast here and take a few moments to note down some of the key points that you know about the research site and the participants. 
Here are a few things that we know about the sociocultural context where this video recording was made. The data was collected in an inner-city multilingual primary school in London, England. The school has well-established ground rules and pedagogic approaches that have been developed to promote what the teacher refers to as an environment of learning. These include particular classroom communicative practices, such as the hand-up signal and folded arms signal, which are used to help children focus on what the teacher is saying or on what they are doing. In our multimodal analysis of the video frame in the previewing activity, we identified how the physical layout and resources in this particular teaching and learning environment are shaped by the English National Curriculum and its goals. We also know something about the research participants. We know that this school has children from very diverse cultural and linguistic backgrounds, and many of them are not proficient in English. From a sociocultural perspective, we need all this information in order to understand how the classroom interaction is situated in what Himes refers to as the flux and pattern of communicative events in this particular context. We also know from the teacher interview that talk partners are used in the school to stimulate communication. When working with a talk partner, children can sometimes share their home languages or use more informal language with each other. The rationale behind talk partner activities is that they provide a safe platform for children to experiment with their ideas, perhaps talking in their home language or using more informal language with each other and this should increase their confidence and help them to construct answers to questions before they have to speak out in front of the whole class, which could be quite daunting, particularly for newcomers who are unfamiliar with the language or with the classroom context. The teacher explains that she sometimes uses these talk partnerships for one child to take on the role of the teacher with the aim of benefiting both partners. The child teacher has the opportunity to give information in a concise and clear way and to scaffold the other child's engagement. On the other hand, the child learner has the chance to exchange views in the relative security of a one-to-one -one environment with a peer. Now watch again this very short extract of the teacher setting up a talk partner task between two children. As you watch, Notice not only what the teacher says, but also how she positions her body and directs her gaze as she talks. Okay, so what I want you two to do is talk to each other about how you might solve it, okay? And I want to hear lots and lots of speech about how you're going to solve the problem. I want you to talk to each other about it, okay? Describe what you're doing as you're going along, Tanya, okay? So how would we go about transcribing what's happening here? Here is a basic transcript of the language that the teacher uses. You'll notice that only the words have been transcribed here, and I took a decision to write them as I heard them, that is, to transcribe wanna instead of want to, and gonna instead of going to. I did this so the transcription reflects the informality of the language spoken. I could give more information about what is said, for example, by using a full stop between brackets to indicate brief pauses. I could also add notes on the teacher's actions as she talks, as you can see here. This transcript now gives quite a lot of information about the teacher's contribution in this brief interaction. But its focus on language means that the other participants, Tanya and Arif, are left out. 
does this mean that they're not participating in the interaction? From the language transcript, we can't answer this question. Here, I have transcribed the same data in a multimodal matrix with separate columns for the timecode and participant and for the modes of gaze, action and speech. At the first timecode in this multimodal transcript, marked 110810, we can see in the action column that Tanya has taken the scissors and is already busy cutting out pieces of the underground map. From the gaze column, we can see that Arif is watching Tanya's actions attentively. The teacher is dividing her gaze attention between Tanya and Arif, and Arif responds to her instructions by nodding, whereas Tanya shows no sign of responding. At the second time code, marked 111330, we can see that Tanya is still focused on cutting out and Arif is still watching her. But the teacher's gaze now switches away from Arif and remains fixed on Tanya throughout the rest of this brief episode, which is effectively telling Tanya that she is in charge of this teaching-learning dyad. In this transcript, I have only used the mode of language to represent the multimodal data, but it is also possible to include video stills or sketches of body posture as part of multimodal transcription. The multimodal transcript therefore helps us to recognise how the teacher's talk, gaze and actions all contribute subtly yet distinctly to the meaning of this interaction.